I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Oliver's hanging out in the beanbag chair like a good boy. Oh, good. Nyx is harassing me. Love it, yes. Not attacking the lights for once. That's good. I am trying to think of the right way to put it. I have made some excellent purchases that I am very overjoyed about because I feel like it's part of the, I'm going to go ahead and say like clothing revolution because I was in need of some new like running tights, you know, like the, the pants. Leggings <laughs> is what I would call those. Well, they're referred to as running tights. Whatever. Because leggings are like a thinner material. These are look just like spandex pants essentially. Um, but I, I needed some new ones. I haven't gotten any in a while and my elastic was nowhere out of it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go get some new tights. And, uh, they make them with cell phone sized pockets now, which I've been aware of, of course, for some time. You just haven't had a pair? Correct. Um, and I was like, this is an opportunity not only to replace the ones that I need to replace, but also to get ones with pockets. And so I'm in the fitting room trying on you know, trying them on, putting my pocket, uh, my phone in the pocket and testing it out. And I'm like, man, what a time to be alive. Like, why did it take them so long to figure that out? Like, hey, women enjoy pockets. Maybe you I should mean, put them in place. The legging does predate the cell phone. Yeah, but that doesn't mean but you still. don't have pockets things. Because, like, well, most of them do have, like, a little key pocket in the waistband, yeah, at least. it's just so sad. That's nothing. Yeah, but at least they're like, oh, maybe sometimes if they're out for a run, they need, like, somewhere to put their house key or their car key. Yeah, yeah, we do. But, I mean, they really should have had pockets before this. You're completely correct. However, I do want to say one of the things I love about my bike is that I can have my little saddle bag where yeah. I just can have everything. It's wonderful. Love her. Yeah, I mean, I have, like, waist packs and stuff like that that are specifically made for running that don't bounce and all that sort of thing. I just feel so dorky wearing them. Mm, see, I and don't like, really know how to help you there because my only advice would be... My only advice is actual fashion advice. It's not going to help you when you're running. Fashion advice? Yeah, the whole uh, fanny pack as crossbody bag trend. Oh, I don't think that would work very well with running, though. That's what I'm saying. It's it's fashion yeah. advice. It's not practical advice. Yeah. yeah, I did a race on Saturday, and, like, while we were waiting for it to start, I saw a girl, like, you know, put her phone in her side pocket, and I was so jealous. Because, like, not only does she not have to wear the stupid, like, waist pack thing, but so easily accessible. She can just pull it right out whenever she wants. Um, meanwhile, That's mine, nice. like, barely fits, and I have to, like, wrestle it out. It's supposed to be use the touchscreen through it but it doesn't work very well rip but i got four pair oh tights. no i know you hate it that's why i paused for dramatic effect <laughs> four pairs thank you tights, including a pair that is fleece lined for my upcoming winter trail race woohoo well that's so, fun yeah. feeling real fancy i love looking forward to I love, I love buying things online. I love getting packages. It it really does brighten my day. Yeah, I, I sometimes worry I have a bit of an addiction to it. You know, listen, in this <gasps> economy, whatever gets the dopamine flowing. 
Yep. Yep, that's the way I see it. It brings me joy. Even if it's something, like, just stupid, like, not even a thing that's enjoyable, but just, like, a necessity, I'm like, oh, cool! Yes, I get a package, TM. Like, that's that's what it's all about at this point in my life. Uh Uh-huh. That's all I really want. Most days. Um, so, the other day, you informed me of an absolutely glorious thing. That they are making a sequel to Face Off. <laughs> yeah, that really caught me off guard. I, I, we need to, now, we need to start talking about this so much, just like loudly and in public, public being the internet, that we get invited to the premiere. <laughs> be so amazing which i just can't did you read the article i sent i did yeah i mean so just the premise of it sounds so and i can absolute... link that article for anyone who may be curious yeah it just kind of popped up on one of my social media feeds and i was like that's that's a joke right i actually looked at the calendar to make sure it wasn't april 1st <laughs> like that was my level of confusion in that moment that's fair um, but especially because like Nicolas Cage's character dies in the end of Face Off. Sorry, spoiler for a movie from like 25 years ago. We also talked about it on stream, so if you yeah. haven't seen it at this point, that's on you. So you know they gotta like bring him back from the dead somehow. Or he which, like faked his death. Yeah, it like it very much fits the brand. Oh, 100%. You know? Um, but. My favorite part of the whole article is where they say they will be repeatedly swapping faces with their fathers and each other. Like, this is the easiest process in the world. Again, we need to be so loud and annoying about this on the internet that people notice. I just... Man, because, like, it's a long process. They don't just change the face. They change the whole face structure, and they change, like, body I cannot even begin to imagine the, like, the film, like, the, you know, the the fake science that they're gonna use to explain this shit. Oh, yeah, because we've advanced 25 years. Precisely. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, my God, it's gonna be so amazing. Again, um, Uh, yeah, whoever is watching this... Tell your friends, um, I don't know. Just get us on the front page of Twitter or something. Get us on the front page of the Bird app. We gotta get Nick Cage's attention. We need to get Nick- precisely, we need to get Nick Cage's attention. John Travolta, I'm not- John Travolta, I'm not as concerned about. I really, truly do not give a fuck. Yeah. Don't say that, we wanna get- here we go. Nice. <laughs> I love every person in the cast. I don't even know who's in it except two of them. That's fair. <laughs> but it said it was like their kids. So his daughter, um, John Travolta's daughter in the movie, who like stabs Nicolas Cage in the leg. Excellent. Amazing. And then. Nicholas Cage's son that they adopted as a replacement son. Oh yeah, I forgot about. I don't, how could I forget about replacement son? Those are the old. Those are the two kids that swap faces with each other and their dads. Oh, this is going to be insane. And so, like, yeah, biologically, he's um, Caster Troy's son in the movie, but like, mostly raised by their family. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dynamics. This is this is gonna be wild. I can already feel yeah. it. Yeah, I think it's gonna be so above and beyond. You know, as it should be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. I love the article. Also, starts out by saying something like, "It's objectively not a good yeah, movie, it's not but it is good. a perfect." But if, <laughs> if you're talking about vibes only, yeah. Perfection. You're looking to have a good time. You'll have a good time. You will very much have a good time. Um, I'm gonna go slightly out of order on the list just because I'm thinking about this one in light of the fact that you are coming to hang out this coming weekend, which will have already happened by the time this airs. Um, and honestly, multiple things about this. One, I think it's gonna be very interesting when... Because we are the two 
just like opposite styles of like existing exist that but also like in particular of like being affectionate towards one's cat because you're all like oh my sweet little princesses i love them so much and i like am here every day calling him a dickhead as i scoop him up to cuddle him and i just think i just think that's gonna be fun yeah yeah i don't wonder how he'll react to the way i talk to him because you know i'm gonna talk to him just like i talk to my cats of course as you should um i don't know we'll see he will instantly be my cute little baby he is my cute little baby but he's also a little (laughs) shit and i love him um oh i have a i have a doorknob now yay i fixed i fixed it myself like a big girl because oh, remember wow. how I told you that I bought a doorknob but then it didn't fit? Yeah. The bedroom door. So the other day I realized I was like, oh, the gap between the door and the door jam is a little wider in the bathroom. So I took mm-hmm. the bathroom doorknob out. I put in the one that I had initially purchased to replace the bedroom doorknob that just simply did not exist. And it fit. So I put the bathroom doorknob on my bedroom door. Uh, and now uh. all of the doors in my apartment are fully functional. I was very proud of oh, myself. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, people are always asking me why I like insist on doing things myself when I should probably hire people. Absolutely but not. You get to learn things, and it's so satisfying. Precisely, like, you don't get the satisfaction otherwise. Ooh, yeah, I forgot like, to turn off my watch noise. Like you know, whoopsies. Having just changed out the entire shell of my Nintendo Switch, I didn't realize until. Um, after I'd already done it, that the, like, the page for the shell that I bought specifically says you need I electronics experience and knowledge to do it. <laughs> and it was like, You're insane. should I? Yeah, I was like, maybe sh- should I have hired But I did it, and it works great, you know. I mean, this I is true, but like, what if, you- what if it didn't, is my thing. Like, what if you fucked up your Switch? I mean, I've already voided the warranty on it by doing that, so... I mean, yeah, but still... But see, if I did mess it up, then that would just be another challenge to try to figure out how to fix it. Because I would. Oh, I would just be, like... I would just be really mad. Just like I fixed my own treadmill, changed out the belt, like I fixed my own dryer, and everything I Fixing... The fixing the dryer, that didn't go great for you. Technically, the dryer did work again, but was it worth it? Because I have a working dryer. Yeah, and you also had a concussion. Yeah, but that could have happened doing anything. (laughs) Didn't you also hurt yourself fixing the treadmill? Uh, I think so. I swear there was a treadmill-related injury with you. Not that I remember, but it's possible I've uh, repressed it. Happens to the best of us. I did finger gouge for the when I was changing the switch. It's a miracle you're still standing. Yeah, but I've learned so many things. Like I had no idea what the insides of my treadmill looked like. Now I have intimate knowledge of them. I know nothing about electronics, but I detached and reattached a whole bunch of like little ribbony things in there and unplugged and plugged back in little antennas. Oh, that's terrifying. That would have made me so... No. Mm, No, thank you. No, thank you. I was uh, afraid to... I was like, man, I'm gonna be so afraid to turn this back on. Like, you know, once I'm done. Yeah. So, fortunately, I accidentally turned it back on because I was just, like, pressing the buttons to make sure I had them, like, you know, where they were supposed to be and they were responsive. I was like, oh, wait, I just pushed the power button. And it turned on just fine. (laughs) I mean, it wasn't fully put back together. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. But now I can, like, show it to people and be like, look what I did. That is always a satisfying thing. I will give you that. People um, keep thinking that I mean I put a case on it. I'm like, no, I didn't put a case on it. I took the entire outside of the switch off and put a new one on. <laughs> They're like, wait, what? Snaps for Brooks. Yeah. Um. Okay, yeah. Let's do this thing that requires visuals because we're bullying our audio listeners again. Sorry, we love you. 
Well, I think this is easy enough to explain. Yeah, here, I'm sending this to... No, why do I always click exit full screen when all I want is show chat? Ooh. I had the chat, like, popped way out because the other day we were doing a uh, PRND watch party again. Anyway, uh, Twitter user at NathanWPyle has, um, has come up with a game for us. And the game, uh, according to the man himself, is called Ectano. E-C-T-A-N-O. Explore. Consume. Take a nap on. And I just realized that when I am looking at this on Discord, it does not show that he is quoting his own tweet, so I do not have the original tweet to read. One moment, please. I have it. Oh, okay, then please, go ahead. Um, so it just says you're a quarter inch tall. You have to choose three foods. One to explore, one to consume, one to take a nap on. And then we have the various food items. We've got. So list the food items. Yeah, and they're all like the emoji versions of said items. So we've got like the block of cheese, a waffle, a donut, a piece of cake with a strawberry on it, a little stack of pancakes, some grapes, a little like Winnie the Pooh honey pot, a cupcake with vanilla frosting and what appear to be rainbow sprinkles. Hell yeah. A burrito, pepperoni pizza, a. Uh, would that be like a single little stalk of broccoli? I don't know. Yeah, could I call it a broccoli flirt? Oh, you and your fancy words. Um, and a loaf of bread. Mm hmm. I, I feel like I would add a little bit of clarification on a few of those like for example Go the for loaf it. of bread is sliced right so you're not just dealing with only crust there is a part that has been sliced off so you can access the inside of the bread i feel like that's important okay yeah that is important yeah the grapes are in a bunch still mm -hmm. the pancakes have syrup and butter on them and the and burrito the is wrapped in foil partially yes Yes. Yes. So amongst these, we have to choose one to explore, one to consume, and one to take a nap on. I mean, I'm taking a nap on that bread. Hands See, down. That's, yeah, no. That, I feel like that's the really obvious answer. And in looking at some of the replies to this, like, pretty much everybody seemed to think that that was the obvious. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, what because, else are going to do? Yeah, I mean, some of these other things are nice and soft. Like, I'm sure the pancakes are very fluffy, but they're gonna be sticky. Yeah, they're gonna That's be sticky. The part. Yeah. So I don't think you really want that. Yeah, and I think really anything else if you lay on it is gonna get you sticky or greasy or it's oh, gonna yeah. be hard. I wanna so, explore yeah. that hunk of cheese, because it's like a Swiss cheese block. So it's got all the fun little, like, caves and tunnels. See, I thought about it that way, but, like... Yeah, I mean, I guess. That was my initial thought as well. I He's feel so, like... so resigned to it. I know, because I don't like picking the obvious ones. Like, I want... You know. You know, sometimes that's just how it is. Um, somebody in the replies did point out that the broccoli would be kind of fun, because it'd be like a oh, forest. Oh, it would be like a giant tree, yeah. Yeah. That would be kind of like, cool. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I would enjoy that a lot. Um... I feel like the pizza, especially if it's hot and greasy, would be fun, because it'd be, like, jumping over little pools of grease, like, la it'd hot lava. It'd be like a, like a weird, like, moonscape, I think. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> this yeah. is just me making a guess. Um... I feel like the waffle would be fun to climb between yeah. the little... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he did a... I don't know if you saw the author of the tweet did a little poll for each thing. Oh, I love it. I did not respond to that. I didn't even realize. Um, so, I mean, here's the thing. Like, any of these items I'm pretty happy to snack on. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of, like, what the vibe is that day. Currently, I could go for that sweet, sweet cake with a strawberry on it. That'd be baller. 
Yeah, well, I guess it depends on the context a little bit because, <clears throat> like, yeah, if you're just looking for something enjoyable to snack on, I'm probably going to go cupcake because you get the cake part, you get the icing, and you get fun sprinkles. Like, I like to imagine having a giant sprinkle. That does sound lovely. But the burrito is the more practical choice because you got a variety of different things in there. Hmm. And you wouldn't necessarily get sick. Like, if you get sick of, like, the beans, then you have, like, some guac or whatever is in it. So yeah, practically- I mean, I'm going to say whatever you're feeling like snacking on at the moment is the correct choice. Yeah. But I think, as far as I'm concerned, the correct choice for napping is the bread. That's it. There is yeah. no other answer. Yep. And yep. best choices for exploring, probably the cheese or the broccoli. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, um, I actually voted in the polls that he did. They're closed now, but right. I voted it yesterday. Nice. So for each of them, like he did an initial poll and then narrowed it down to the top four and had people vote from those. Ooh, fun. So like a bracket. There we yeah. go. Words. A little <laughs> so um, as far as explore, the most popular was the cheese at 42%. Yeah. Broccoli was second at 35%. Nice. Um, pancakes it's very tiny i'm having trouble seeing it i think that's the pancake at 12 percent, and then grapes at 11 percent all right then that tracks as far as consume 38 percent chose the burrito that is the top choice all right Um, 33 percent chose the pizza because yeah of course of course 21 percent chose the donut and eight percent chose the honey I feel like that's weird. Just gonna eat big jar of honey um, out of all those things. You know, some sometimes the vibe is Winnie the Pooh, and that's fine. Yes, I'm not here to judge people. Yeah. Um, and then there's a very clear mandate as far as the uh, take a nap on bread <laughs> with bread at fifty-seven percent. Shocker! Again, the pancakes like acceptable, but yeah. if it was not covered in like butter and syrup. Yeah. The Pancakes are second at 27%, waffle at 13%, and then cheese at 3%. You can get yourself in this little nook thing. You maybe. could. Here's the thing, though. If you're one-fourth of an inch tall, like, if you were slight, like, if you were still, like, shrunk to some degree, but not that small, I feel like the waffle would have that, like, grid mattress thing going on for it. Like, you know the purple mattress? It's like a it's like a little grid on the inside oh. of, like, the squishy stuff. I feel like it might have that going on for it if you were still diminutive but larger. So, yeah. like, if you were, like, 8 to 10 inches tall, maybe a waffle, yeah. could, maybe a waffle could slap. Maybe that would be an excellent yeah. napping surface, but one-fourth of an inch? Nah. I believe no, somebody would no. point that out on there by showing a picture of somebody laying on i think it was a purple mattress in fact hell yeah a waffling mattress they're like um yeah so clearly it's a waffle but Can't again with that syrup and butter on it there's nothing on the waffle though there isn't or at least not in the little emoji version that we are presented with um in the smaller ones on the votes there was oh I don't know. that's i think that's why i was getting confused yeah some reason in the small ones he did for the boats there is hmm. interesting yeah um, you ever seen the movie honey i shrunk the kids i have seen rick moranis is in that right yeah hell yeah king um i have seen most of it not the entire thing though and i don't even know why i just think we didn't finish it for whatever reason yeah i mean this reminds me of that so much because like you get presented with all these questions like, you know, tiny food morsel that's, like, gigantic, and they're, like, pulling off chunks of it and eating it. Oh, yeah. Like, they find a Lego, and then they curl up inside the little, like, holes in the Lego to sleep Oh, my God, stuff. I love it. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh. That's what is, I was thinking about the cheese. Is that up. under the... Was... I mean, everything's under the Disney label now because we live in a corporate monopoly, but when that was released, was that a Disney film? Maybe I'm not sure. I think it I was. I swear, my uncle used to live in Florida. So when my sister and I were younger, my parents, like, we would go down to visit him over, like, spring break. And we went to a couple theme parks. And I'm trying to remember 
which park it is that for a while, I don't know if this even exists anymore, had like a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, like, playground type vibe going on that was just a playground that just made it look like everything was gigantic like the movie yeah that's just a tiny anecdote doesn't really matter anyway um here's a thing that i've probably brought up before maybe on the podcast maybe not but um do you ever get sad about the fact that um we as the public will will probably never hear about the perfect crime because they'll get away with it. Yeah, I think about that all And the I don't time. mean, like, the actual realistic perfect crime, which is just, like, capitalism, essentially. I mean, like, a fun perfect crime. Like, like a, like a Robin Hood heist-type vibe. <laughs> like stealing from the rich. Like stealing from the rich. Yeah. Like, if anyone were to ever execute the perfect, like, you know, robbing Ebenezer Scrooge-type type beat... We'd, we're, we're probably never gonna hear about it because they got away with it. <laughs> this makes like me news, so genuinely sad. I feel like in the news they're always throwing that around like it was the perfect crime and I'm like if it was we wouldn't know about it man. Oh, and it like, makes me so sad that we won't know about it. Yeah we won't know the level of genius. The uh, Especially if it is a Robin Hood situation we won't get to know about them sticking it to the man so I to speak. Know. Unless they put it in the news that, like, hey, this person had, like, you know, two million dollars stolen from them. But it was the They do it, like, years later. And, like, you know, they're already off doing whatever. Like, they've fully gotten away with it, and they just have, like, some anonymous note sent into a newspaper, and it's like, by the way, we stole a billion dollars in random fees from, you know, Jeff Bezos or whatever. God, that'd be amazing. Now that I think about it, like, there are a lot of crimes, people, even if it was the perfect crime in the sense that you did everything to prevent yourself from getting caught and they can never know who you are, we're still going to know about the crime in a lot of cases, right? Because money will have gone missing, somebody will have died, you know. I I think the most perfect crime would be to just steal money from billionaires by, like, hiding it as, like, random, like, service fees. Because who the hell's gonna know? Who's gonna yeah, check? They, Who's gonna follow up? Nobody. Unless they have, like, an army of accountants that are, like... Even then! But, like, trying to save every possible penny, they might question everything. The IRS does not audit rich people because it is too difficult. You could so easily just, like, again, random, like... Just, like, random little surcharges. No one would ever notice. So in your definition of a perfect crime, we can't know that a crime has even been committed. I mean, this is one of the perfect crimes that I can think of that is non-violent. Yes, but, like... I mean, it seems like you're saying that that's, like, a criterion for it, though, like, is that we can't even know that a crime has been committed. Like, that's actually a requirement for it to be a perfect crime. Actually, I don't know about that. Maybe we, you're right, maybe we can. Because, I mean, likewise, you could just have somebody who hacks into an account and steals a bunch of money at once, but they leave no trace and can never be caught. Is that still a perfect crime? Because we know about it. Yeah. But they did everything else right. Yeah, okay, so, so, no, I guess- so I don't think I don't think the the criteria is never knowing about it then. So I mean, so it's possible that the perfect crime has been committed in the sense that there are people that have gotten away with stuff like over time where they're just like, yeah, we have no idea. You know. Yeah, I mean, technically even like somebody like DB Cooper I like, was literally he- just about to bring up DB <laughs> Cooper. <laughs> like technically we know who Same did it, brain. but like it still it still bothers people like to this day wait do we actually have a positive id on the individual or do like just that we are aware that this happened i mean i thought that he it was pretty certain i don't know google 
<laughs> D.B. Cooper. D.B. Like, Cooper solved oh. question mark? He stole all that money and jumped out of the plane. Which, like, God, what a move. That was the unsolved part, was that they never found out where he landed or what happened to him. Uh... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. DB Cooper expert says new evidence points to person of interest. But like, then how... Then where does the story come from that he stole the money and jumped out of a plane? Like, I thought that that was undisputed. Oh, that it happened? Yeah. Like, that those are the events as far as we know? Yes. I wonder if last podcast has ever covered D.B. Cooper. I believe they've talked about doing it. Because I know I've heard them mention it at some point. Hell yeah. I'm sure they got quite a backlog of ideas. Oh yeah, shocker. Yeah, but I mean, something like that, um, you know, we, so, depending, we may know who did it, but, like, still, he got away with it. Who knows? Maybe he did just, did just die, <laughs> jumped out of the plane and never, I mean, and that's that why no one. Highly but, likely. Yeah, but it's also possible that he just got away, changed his identity, and. It's, living it is someone. so wild to me, especially, like, when covering old true crime cases, that there's, there are definitely a couple out there, of like, oh, missing persons or whatever, where it's like. They could have just left. Yeah. Like, for, like in, like, the 70s. They could have just been like, nah, just, just left. You could do that. Yeah. You, it, you know, skip, ta- like, yeah. skip town, shave your beard. Yeah. That type of shit. Who's gonna know? It's better to investigate it just in case. <laughs> I mean, just in case, obviously. But, like, there's a couple cases where it's like, what if they were just like, what if they just dipped? Because they felt like it. Yeah. There's a podcast I listen to called True Crime Garage. So you said. They, yeah, they do a lot of missing missing persons cases. A lot of unsolved ones. But every once in a while, they'll cover one where it's like, it's pretty clear to me based on the evidence that that person intentionally left or um, maybe even killed themselves and just they never found the body like by jumping in a river or something yeah but because they never found the body or anything they're like oh i don't know and it's like mm. Mm. it's not like googled like 
best bridge to jump off of, and then you found his car by a bridge. Like, that kind of thing. Pretend I do not see it. Yeah. But yeah, again, it's so wild to me that that there was a time when you could theoretically just, like, just pop up in, in like, a new city and be like, alright, that's it, nobody knows me, no one can find me, like, what? Yeah, they didn't require, like, insane documentation of everything. Oh my god, I know. Like, reading, like, reading, like, On the Road, for example, insane. I'm like, you could get away, I mean, like, obviously you couldn't, but, like, you could get away with anything! Carl Pansram. Precisely! (laughs) It's insane. It's absolutely insane. Yeah. So maybe we will hear about the perfect crime someday. Yeah. Yeah. I hope we do. And I hope it's a crime that really sticks it to the man, because those are the best ones. Today I just watched the new Netflix documentary about the um, hatchet-wielding hitchhiker. That is the title of the documentary. That's fun. Yeah. No, actually, but, um... Yeah. I don't know if you're, from, if you're familiar with the the guy Kai. He had, like, that viral video like, almost ten years ago where he, like, he was hitchhiking and this guy picked him up and then the guy decided to, like, run somebody over with his car. And so Kai, the hitchhiker, got out of the car and, like, hit him with a hatchet. Jesus. And, and so he he had this like viral interview afterwards where he was talking about it, um, and so it, you know it spread all across the internet. It was in all these memes and stuff. He went on Jimmy Kimmel, and then um, the police couldn't find him because he was a homeless transient, and so he was just kind of going from place to place, didn't have an address or anything, um, until he went on Jimmy Kimmel and. Jimmy Kimmel tweeted that he was going to be on the show, and so the FBI showed up to the show. Oh my god! To take him into custody because he was a key witness, and he also hit a guy multiple times with a hatchet. Um, but then a few months later, he actually did murder somebody, and so he's in jail now. This is like the only par- which is this is such a weird par- like connection for my mind to be drawing because I was not cognizant of this at the time it occurred and the thing I'm about to mention I was not even alive for but um Bernie Getz oh I know that name he like it was the 1970s when like New York City was like bad and like all and like particularly the subways he I don't remember all the exact details but he like was concealed carrying a pistol or something and the story, I think, initially, I could be getting this totally wrong, but the story, I think, initially was that he was, like, getting mugged or something, and he shot somebody in self-defense, but then it turns out that he was, like, waiting for this. I will, like, provide, yeah. like, a, the Wikipedia link to the actual case, so anyone who's interested can get a legitimate overview. Wait, what was the name again? Bernie Getz. Man, I've been going documentary crazy on uh, Netflix. I love a good documentary. <laughs> oh, he shot four people. Yeah. All right. In 1984. There we go. Three days before Christmas. Shot huh. dog. Yeah, no, 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 I don't think I do know this case. I'm opening up the Wikipedia page to look at it later, though. Nice. Which I have another one open for... Um, a bank robbery that was mentioned on episode of last podcast I was listening to the other day. Oh, I love a good bank robbery. Yeah, it seems like a particularly insane case that they're going to cover in the future. Hell yeah. I've been working my way through the backlog of, like, last podcast interviews now that I am a uh, Patreon subscriber. And I have finally gotten to the... <laughs> I've finally gotten to, the, like, the, the good pud videos where it's just, like, Henry and Jackie and Natalie just, like, trying different pudding. (laughs) It's fun. Which, like, how could there be multiples of this? (laughs) Yeah, there's, like, five of them. (laughs) Oh, love it. Okay, um, our final thing is an activity. And I sure hope you saw what the activity was before I'm telling you about it just now. So that you I, 
thought about it did. maybe a little tiny bit? I did. Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> I was proud of myself for actually getting things in people's digital inboxes well before starting the episode. I was really proud of myself for that. So our final activity is we are going to make a playlist together. And the theme of the playlist is essentially the title. And the title is Songs to Fight God To. So let me pull up Spotify here and share my screen with you. There we are. That sounds so much. What? I love that sound so much. Oh, the Discord. <laughs> I can't do it. will actually record it. Alright, yes. Songs to fight God to. Um, do we can we think of a fun, snappy little description or are we not gonna bother? snappy description um i mean this was this playlist was your idea and i would actually like to know what your definition of it is literally a song that makes you feel like you could defeat god himself in hand-to-hand -hand combat okay okay well i mean isn't that the description then i'm just gonna put in a denny's Okay. Different direction, but all right. But, and again, you win. Like that is like Im that is yes. imperative. These are songs to fight God to and win. Okay. So like, I immediately have one. I don't know if anybody's gonna know it, but the song um, "My Body" by Volbeat. If that song was playing on loop, I could fight God and win in under thirty seconds. Nice. What what makes you say that? Like, what is it about the it's song? The lyrics, such a vibe, like so high energy, and yeah, like I I don't I the problem is I don't know like music theory words to describe why certain patterns in music make me feel a certain way, but it's very. Oh, it's very high energy, it's very upbeat, it just, uh, it makes me feel powerful. I think that song should be featured in, like, I, it's just, it gives me big vibes of, like, oh, ragtag band of thieves, found family, kicking ass, taking names, god, I love it. And this is just me, like, this is essentially me playing, like, a word association game, but, like, there you have it. I could fight God and win if this song was playing. Thank you. Does that give you any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I, I, di I did see the, the thing about this playlist, and I thought about it, and I was correctly understanding the point. And I kept going through different songs in my head where it's like, yeah, you know, when I, I feel, listen to the song, I feel really amped up, but it's always in such a positive way that I don't want to like, I don't want to fight people. I just want to like, hang out with people. <laughs> okay. You know, with my sort of struggle. I mean, mm. I guess we could kind of tweak the definition of, like, songs that make you feel powerful enough to fight God if you had to. Yeah, um... I was just actually looking at my own Spotify for, uh, inspiration. Have you been looking at our Spotify blend playlists lately? Not even listening to them, just, like, looking. Because it, it changes every day. Yeah, I looked the other day. Briefly. <laughs> Every single day, 
as you go down that playlist, every single song is just another punch to the face. Why is that? Because it's the the mix of genres and artists and like there's just so much happening there's no cohesiveness to it whatsoever because it'll be like a little bit chaotic it'll be like perma ghost original broadway cast of beetlejuice the musical and then um and then like there's just so much happening Mm. yeah there's just so much happening Anyway, yes, please. Suggestions. Um, I'm gonna go with a punk classic. Love it. By a band called Stiff Little Fingers. <laughs> Why is it called they that? They're <laughs> a legendary punk band. Clearly like, I know nothing. Continue. Yeah. In certain circles, if you even suggested you know who they were, they'd be like, oh my god. Um, but it's a song called Nobody's Hero. Cool. Um, just something about it, which I guess I'm sort of following you in the sense that I doubt anyone has heard this. That's fair. (laughs) Okay, the fact that in the suggestions, one of the options was just Nobody's Perfect by Hannah Montana, like, God, what a vibe. (laughs) I love that it's giving us recommended songs now. Yeah. And three out of the four I can see are Gaslight Anthem songs, which I also love Gaslight Anthem, but that's just odd. Why is it not giving me the little yes, find more? Jesus. Anyway, I love how you add two songs and it automatically, like, takes that off of the screen. It's like, no, we're not done yeah, here. Yeah, that's all I wanted. Two songs. We're not done here. Um, Have you shared this playlist with me? Oh, no, I should do that. Man, that would have been smart. <laughs> I'm sure you have other thoughts, but I'm also generating thoughts. Hold on, can I do that on here? No, uh, fine, fine, I will do it in chat, Jesus. Anyway. <laughs> She's all yours. Bitchin. I'm just trying to think of stuff that... Actually, you know what? Come on, Eileen. Okay. Which, like, is that some of the most basic songs that excite the white folk type vibes? Yes. But I don't care. Also, that gigantic playlist that is just called Songs That Excite the White Folk, not a single miss on there. (laughs) You put that on in any barbecue, people will lose their minds. Yeah, I think the the problem that I have is, like, any songs that I would uh, pick are ones that people don't really know. This is just gonna be Bridget and Brooks alienate their audience, which is fine. Because, frankly, we've been doing that for God knows how many episodes now. That's so true. <laughs> I'm looking for... Oh, no. I sent it to you in the oh, Discord okay. chat. Does that help? Um, No, I was trying to look for... Oh, there we go. I was looking for the add to library button so I could... Fun. There we go. You know what? I'm on top of it now, so I could go to another playlist and actually be able to get back to that one. Let me look on one of our other blend playlists, because I feel like there's got to be some good... Like, not the, like, official Spotify blend, just, like, stuff we made together. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is going to have some good suggestions. I feel like there are songs I would put on there that I would be... I'm ashamed to admit them, so... I mean, I'm gonna say don't be a little bitch. <laughs> well, I... Mm... Oh, oh lord, Foxy Shazam, what are we doing, Bestie? Yeah, I've thought about that one before. We are better than but this. That's one that you can belt out, you know. There's so many songs called Oh Lord, where is it? 
Thank you. much nearly any song by the color and sound which <sighs> I wish they'd made more rip they had like well, I guess they they've only done like a handful of EPs and singles which is very sad mm -hmm. a... oh, how about girl. shark fighter Sh absolutely shark fighter are you kidding oh. me Um, what was I just gonna say? Welcome to the Black Parade. Oh, I thought about that. I passed it. Um, I just found what I believe to be an obvious one. Hit me with it. Found and lost. Otherwise known as the banana fish. We are... Where is it? They have it as an ampersand. Oh, yeah, it's the second one. Haha, <laughs> got it. Yeah, I'm just looking through one of my running playlists right now because, like, I choose those songs for my running playlist because oh, they get. Square yeah. Hammer. Could easily fight God and win. It's funny that it was recommending Gaslight Anthem songs, because there is actually a Gaslight Anthem song I would put on there. Do tell. Uh, <laughs> the title of it is like, um, I don't, do I have the ability to add to this? I don't. You should be able to. No, because I don't think I'm a collaborator on it. Hold up. I collaborated. Fine. Fine. Send it again. Keep it. Keep the struggle. I mean, it's showing it as opening it, but it doesn't show me as collaborator. I sent you a collaborator link. I don't know if that is going to help. Let me see. We're killing it. As always. Yep. Because, mm, mm, interesting. Just wonder if I look at it from this side. Hold on. Hold the phone. <laughs> Man, great songs. Noted. All right, let me see if I, from the song, I can do it. Add to playlist. Oh, I can. All right, there we go. My microphone is, like, right in front of one half of my screen because that is optimum position for picking up my voice, but that is really hindering me right now. Okay, yeah, cool. I also think it's very important to put a particular Say Anything song on there. Is it Every Man Has a Molly? No. They, they have so many, so many that I would love to put on there because he gets so very... Uh, Angie? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but this particular song, this is from the same album as Every Man Has a Molly. Yes. It's their, technically their second one, but everybody ignores their first one because it was not good. So Noted. That was their first album. Um, but that's one that always amps me up because, like, in the chorus he says, this is something I have to do for myself. Oh, like, yeah. over and over, you know? And it just very... <laughs> oh, electric feel. Okay. Electric feel. You've accidentally pushed, like, playing songs. I keep accidentally playing songs. Oh. 
Oh, the um, you you enjoy that architecture in Helsinki song, Art at Races? Yes, I, I do. Think. Art at Races is a banger. Uh huh. Yeah, I think that's one of those bands where you could pretty much throw in any other songs, and you're gonna have a good fight. <laughs> I dig it. I feel like. I'm trying- I can't pick a song by the Struts, because they all get me so amped. Like, I can't pick one. What's that one that I'm thinking of? Is it Read my night? mind! Uh, is it One Night Only? No. Could have been me. Here's the thing. I feel like that is one of their most overhyped songs, in my personal opinion. Huh. Like, I love it. I love absolutely everything the Struts have ever put out, but, like, that's, like, probably the only one that's really made it, like, on the radio. And it's, in my personal opinion, not the absolute best that they can do. Is it awesome? Yes, absolutely. Is it their absolute best work? Eh. Personally, I would say if I'm adding a Struts song, it's either In Love With A Camera or Tatler Magazine. Because, God, those both fuck so hard. But I think I'm gonna lean a little more towards in love with the camera. So I'm gonna do that. I haven't added any songs by my two favorite bands, and I'm having difficulty choosing. Because I feel like mm -hmm. one of them, you know, I need one from each at least. But how Actually, do you, you know know what? No, I lied. It's gonna be Fire by the Struts. How do I remove? Everything is closed. There it is. So I, I technically, I have like, in my head, a two-way tie favorite bands? Is this anything I'm going to be able to help with, like, at all? Do I have any context, or am I just going to be going from vibes alone? Yeah, I don't think... I think I've maybe put a playlist, um, put a song on a playlist that we have together by Los... a uh, song by Los Campesinos. I am aware of their existence. You have definitely showed me some of their songs. Please continue. I was going to say, so I'm, like, trying to pick one of theirs, hmm. and I'm having difficulty, but I'm going to go ahead pop that one on there. Yeah, Most that, that was their first song that I ever heard. Nice. From their first album. And it just... I was in love immediately. As you should be. I could fight God to heat above. I wondered about that, yeah. I don't care if it's... People are gonna be all salty about like it being basic now. That song goes so hard. It's basic. I feel like there's definitely a school of people who would say that it is. Okay, interesting. But I just don't care, man. Man, my my other favorite band is a band called The Lawrence Arms. Uh, you have also it's mentioned them before. Yeah, and it's like, it's so hard because some of these bands have been around for so long that they have so many albums and there's so many. Yeah. But I'm definitely going to go with a song from their last album, I think. Solid. Fun. Yeah, that song very much gets me amped up. What do we think? Do we think this is a solid playlist, or do we think we're we're missing it? Do, are we missing anything? Let's put it that way. I think there's, like, one song on here that most people might know. Actually, I can think of another one that a lot of people might know that's definitely, that definitely gets me super amped. Teenagers. Also by okay. Monty Chemical Romance. Hello. Yeah. That song makes me want to burn down a police station, but, like, in it a good way. It out of me. 
anything else? I realized I said that I was going to put one of their songs on here, and then I forgot. The color and sound. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. This seems solid to me. I think we yeah. would be undefeatable with this playlist going. Yeah. And I think we deserve mm-hmm. that. So yeah, um, if you feel like fighting God, here's a playlist for you. We will, I will link that in the description for everybody. I think we did a good job. Yeah, I'm gonna say that we did. Cause yeah, and I should end the stream. There we go. Oh, I'm gonna regret asking this like I do every single week. But you got any concluding thoughts for us, Bestie? That's why I. I... I was going to pretend that I was prepared to say the talk about running tights at the beginning, but I wasn't. I thought of that in the moment, and I was going to be like, oh, I already thought of a thing, but I already used it. Or something. Soup and hiding? Soup and hiding, indeed. Um, before we were rec- before we started recording, Brooke spilled a shit ton of soup in her kitchen. Um, and it went absolutely everywhere, including into her cabinets and clean dishes. And now, there's probably some soup in hiding. Still in her kitchen somewhere. I just made that soup. But I didn't start recording when you joined the video call until after you had talked about your little soup mishap. So we didn't. So we didn't. Um, didn't get to share that with you. Yeah. With the people. That was a little unfortunate. But yeah, that happened. Yeah, I feel like that happened. No. We're too entertaining before you actually start recording on it. It's like, oh, oops. Which is why I have the bonus rambles as a thing on our Patreon that nobody subscribes to. But, like, even then, even though, like, some of it does get posted, some of it just doesn't get recorded, which is really sad. But that's why, and I know this used to get you all the time, that's why, like, 99% of the time I just already have the screen recorder running when you log onto the call. Because sometimes people turn up and the first thing out of their mouth is hilarious. And like, I don't want to miss that. Yeah. Thus, such was today. Such was today. And that's why 99% of the time I have my screen recorder running before I, before I even join the call myself. So there's a fun little insight into um, the production of our wonderful weekly disaster. Yeah. And that was just after the soup catastrophe, so I was still, like, flustered. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, I think this might be the third week in a row that I've worn a ghost shirt. Think you might be right? (laughs) I'm, I, like, I'm, I don't think you know what you are walking into. I like, hear buds. <laughs> this weekend. Yeah. I, like, here's the thing. Every time I get really into something, I talk big game, and I'm like, oh, this is the most unhinged I've ever been. I don't know, man. This, this is, this is a lot, and I am so sorry for the amount of ghosts that you're probably gonna hear this weekend. I have earbuds. <laughs> If I start to lose my mind. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna end with I hate me too. <laughs> I too am tired of my own bullshit. But ain't that just the way. Alright. Um, as always, thank you for fighting with us friends. We appreciate each and every single one of you. And we will be back again next week. Adios. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98 and at AndSarahSaid. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Twitch and Facebook, and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature, or consider donating to our Patreon for early access to episodes and fun bonus content. Thanks for listening! 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.